Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Do you like what you're hearing right now? Then be sure to check out VOC Nation. Whether it's on VOCNation.com or your favorite podcast provider, VOC Nation offers the greatest in live and on-demand content, great interviews, and incredible insight from those who have lived the business. Seven days a week, VOCNation.com. And don't forget to check us out on Twitter at VOCNation. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation. Listen up, Slapnuts. This is Jeff Jarrett, the king of the mountains, and you're listening to In The Room Radio. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. It's In the Room on the VOC Nation Wrestling Network at VOCNation.com and your favorite podcast platforms as well. Brady Hicks here. we got a great show. Uh, more on that in a moment, but before we kind of dive right in, uh, let me welcome once again the lovely Kathy Fitz. What's going on, Kathy? Hey, Brady. Happy hey. anniversary. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, one year of, of uh, I, I was going to say blissful marriage. I've tainted the word, uh, but it's been nice. It's, it's been nice, so. Um, and, and like I said, I'm excited to... to <laughs> uh, Maniac Matt Grimm once again, back with us. What's going on, Matt? Uh, here we are, Brady. Same kind of moon, same kind of jungle. Once again. You know? <laughs> yeah. Same kind of jungles, right? Uh, I'll get to you callers shortly. Dustin, you're up first. Um, yeah, it's uh, it, it's funny. Um, and it's not funny at the same time. We'll, we'll talk about that. Uh, we also have Howard Morgan once again. What's going on, Howard? How you doing? Not much, Brady. What's going on tonight? Uh, all right, so here's the deal. Here's the deal. Uh, we're actually going to have Greg Spitz. 
uh, joining us at 9.30. So in about uh, 25 minutes or so about, uh, Greg was recently the longest reigning ECWA tag team champion as half of the Marvelous Ones. Uh, but he's been around a long time, and he's done a whole lot in his career. I'm excited to talk with him. Uh, he's, a, he's a fun guy, and uh, yeah, we're, we're, I expect we're going to get along swimmingly there. Um, it struck me, Matt, as I was watching the releases pour in last week, um, that it's not, I mean, it, listen, it, it's not a good thing for all those that were affected, but it is almost exactly what I was asking for in terms of, like, WWE really needed to trim their belt. And I was like, I can see a logic behind almost everybody who was released, even if, even if you feel for them, you know, I can empathize with them. Uh, but I totally get, you know, why those cuts were made in terms of a business sense and uh, certainly in terms of a creative sense, you know, tightening the belt, less wrestlers, the ability to feature more of the talent that you have. And, uh, you know, I had totally justified myself into, into all that, Matt. And then WWE goes and they signs Jade Carhill, Cargill. <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I, I don't have a problem with I don't have a problem with Jade Cargill, but you just let like thirty wrestlers go. So what 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 message does that send to them that this happens within days of that? That they want the people that they wanted. I mean, what other message could people possibly take from that? You know? Yeah, yeah. I think it stinks. Uh, but I get it. Like I said, I get it. Um, in an ideal world, WWE would be able to keep all this talent and, you know, be able to function. They were way too bloated. Way too bloated. Uh, so I, I definitely want to talk to, about that tonight um, because those cuts were a long time coming. And the whole, like, Jake... The whole Jade Car uh, by the end of the night I'm gonna get her name right I swear uh, the whole Jade Cargill thing for me it's like I get it because I see immense potential in her you know there are people that rag on her ability to wrestle or whatever um, I've seen a lot worse and I've seen certainly seen a lot less marketable um, I think Jade will kind of slot really nicely into that tier of women that probably almost transcend women's wrestling. I think at some point Jade's going to be fighting the men, not unlike Nia Jax. Because I, I believe that she's that talented. So like I said, I, I'm excited to talk with you guys about that tonight. We can, we can certainly do that. Um, I saw a rumor right before we went on the air. I don't know if any of you guys saw this. I'm guessing it's not true. But there's a rumor that's kind of been making its way around that Triple H and Stephanie might be getting divorced. Yeah, I saw that earlier. Is there anything to it? I can't imagine. I don't think so. I don't think there is. It's just one of those things that somebody made up and now it's getting some traction. That's what it seems to be to me. So... Yeah, it's yeah, it's just one of those things. But it, it's been a wild week. It's been a you know the, the post merger WWE. It's starting to take shape. We're starting to get an idea of what it's going to be. Um, I feel like SmackDown has been in a little bit of a creative lull since they kind of probably messed up the whole Jimmy Uso thing. 
Meanwhile, Raw, <laughs> like, Raw's been good, but I don't know, it's just, it's like the Wild West there. It's like everybody's all over the place, you know? It's like, I, the brawling every week, and it's like, I guess, I, I'm hoping as a fan that this is all leading toward, um, what would you say, like a War Games match, a Survivor Series, or, um, but we're peaking way too early for that. You know, we got almost two months. Yeah. Way too early yeah, for it, gang warfare. Yeah. It, it It is too early. And, you know, like you said, like a lot of this is like, I don't know. It, it, Raw does feel like it's all over the place right now. Yeah. You think it's too many cooks in the kitchen? I mean, that's kind of what I'm leaning toward. Like there's still... I know Triple H is technically in charge, but I got a feeling now you got Triple H, you got Vince, you got all the writers, and now you got all these outside influencers who are going to want to have a part in the company. That's why they essentially acquired them. I mean, if you take the money away from it, I I can't imagine why anybody would actually want to do that job of having to run creative in WWE right now. Why would you want to do it, aside from the money? It's got to be torturous work. I'd imagine it appeals to the fan and everybody. If you're just looking at it from the outside. I guess so. But what do I know? What do I know? What do I know, Kathy? Don't answer that. Don't answer that. Come on. <laughs> what does anybody know? Let me say, please, please. Uh Let's go to Dustin. We're going to try and get him on before the uh, before the guest. What's going on, Dustin? Not too much. Going to get you on and get you off, as they say. <laughs> Very funny. Howard's in charge of getting people off now, so I, I bring them in, and then Howard will get rid of them. <laughs> Sorry, Howard. He'll be All quick. Right, time's up. No, he, he, he might drag it off. He might drag it up. <laughs> he might yeah. drag it up. Howard's getting Drag it up. out, yeah. Um, I think think the last man standing match between Shinsuke Nakamura and Seth Rollins are faster than a good match. Now, why would you say that? Just because the first five were good? Well, I'm just thinking, but I I just have a feeling that they're going to do something with Priest trying to cash the contract in. I, I mean, maybe. Honestly, I'd rather see him win it than Nakamura. Yeah, but, you know, it, it's going to happen sooner or later. I just know it's going to happen soon. Like, he's going to win a world title, win a world title uh, somewhere. Who, Shinsuke? No, uh, no, Damian Priest. Oh, Damian Priest. Yeah, no, I agree. I, he, he's totally going to win it at some point soon. Yeah, you know, yeah. I think it's going to be after he leaves Judgment Day. Well, I, I got a feeling they're going to be dragging Judgment Day out for a while. I, I don't see it going away anytime soon. Well, him, him leaving. June, they, so. Well, uh, here's the thing. Now, here's the thing. He leaves, and then they add, they add Danny McDonough into the group. Yeah. I don't, so see, I don't, again, I don't, think, I don't think he's leaving. I think they're all going to be part of the group. It's they're just They're just dragging this out, you know? When they do that, they'll have four guys on that side. It's perfect for war games. 
Yeah, and you know, uh, honestly, I, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, is add more dominance to their group. Right. That's what I mean. You know, you're not going to get rid of Damian Priest. Uh, you know, just because they were teasing it for a little while there, I, I, I don't see it happening. Yeah, but it would be it would be something unexpected, you know. Well, they, well, I don't think it's gonna happen now with them being tag team champions right now. Honestly, I think they'll be champions for a while. Now, do you want to hear my prediction? I I think Jade Cargo is gonna come in and join Bobby Lashley's group. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised about that, Bertie. Yeah. They were talking about Bianca Belair. I just don't see her turning. She's just too popular. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Where else you got, homie? Well, um, I'm uh, looking forward to watching the NXT show this weekend. It should be a good show. Yeah, NXT and AEW have shows this weekend, right? Yeah, Collision and then and then No Mercy. No, but didn't AEW have a pay-per-view this weekend? Maybe I'm wrong. No, no, the next one's not until until uh, November. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I was just looking into that. Okay. Yeah, it's November. No, Wrestle Wrestle Dream October first. Oh yeah, my bad. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, the, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought so. I remember it had a really stupid name. Uh, the, the two matches I'm looking forward to this weekend is Ia Dragunov versus Carmel Hayes and then Becky Lynch versus Tiffany Stratton Extreme Rules match. Who do you think is going to win between Becky and Tiffany? Becky. I think Tiffany's going to win it back. No. I think somebody might interfere, but I think she's going to win it back. I, this is going to be her opportunity to step up. Tiffany Stratton. Uh, I just don't think so. I think Becky's gonna retain, and then and then uh, I think Carmel Hayes. I uh, wouldn't be surprised if he lost to Eye Dragonoff. Okay. Do you think he named himself that because he thinks he's a dragon? I don't know. Um, <laughs> like Eye Dragonoff. I'm looking forward to that that Gunter versus uh, versus Tommaso Ciampa uh, coming up. Uh, that's gonna be a good match. That's oh, gonna be sick. They're gonna beat the crap out of each other. With Gunter winning, obviously. Yeah, I I, I don't expect Gunter's gonna lose for a while. So I am disappointed. I, I I gotta say, guys, I am disappointed that they could do that entire Gunther reign. And not once have the honky tonk man come out and try and interfere. Not once. <laughs> that would be very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, Brady, have you seen Honky recently? Uh, have I seen him? No. Yeah, no, I and he ain't gonna inter- he ain't gonna interfere in anything. How come? Think about it. Let me look up the picture. You don't want to. I mean, even if he's out of shape, you would think he would still do an appearance. So, um, yeah. Oh, and by the way, oh, Brady, yeah. you know, um, AEW is going to be in Philly October. 
AEW's <laughs> in Philly October 25th. Okay. We have four. Um, nice. Oh, I'll have oh, to try Brady. and uh, go. Um, yeah. uh, Brady, uh, the AEW's been keeping Adam Cole's injury a hush. They haven't been saying much about it. They said the match at, 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 uh, at Russell is still going to happen. Yeah, I think it will. I don't think it's a major injury. I think he'll work through it. Well, Tony Khan said he's going to Tony Khan said he's going to make a big announcement regarding that tomorrow on AEW. Okay. Uh, that should be very interesting. Actually, this Sunday will be nine is. years. Actually, this Sunday will be nine years since my friend died. Oh well. I'm not sure what you say to that. I mean, next year's a big one, right? Ten years? Yeah. And I'm not going to be rats, myself. I guess? I don't know. I, I'm not yeah. going to be myself on Sunday. It's, it's going to be rough, you know. It always is. Every, the last two or three yeah. years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, Brady, I guess I'll catch on next week. All right, brother. All right. All right. I'll be thinking of you when your friend dies again. Uh, I mean, when, when he had the anniversary of him dying. Sorry. Uh, you know what I meant. <laughs> uh, it is amazing. Like, if he stays on long enough, he eventually bores himself into leaving. <laughs> Howard, you got to do a better job getting him off. I, I sent the Kermit gift on the meme earlier. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Such a good guy. Such a good guy. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So these roster cuts, you know, I, I, I was really happy, by and large. I, it sounds awful. Like, I'm almost, like, taking delight in people losing their jobs. Um. But just me, from, like, a creative aspect of it, they just couldn't handle having that many people on the roster. Honestly, they need to lose another 30. Um, and there were some of them that I really felt for. There were others that were never going to gain any traction, and it didn't really matter. Uh, it baffled me, Kathy, that they would get rid of Elias, but then continue to pay his brother Ezekiel, I can only assume, since he wasn't released. Okay. God, you guys are fun. You guys are so much fun to talk to. <laughs> okay. I, I, like, for me, it's like, why even bring some of these people back in that they rehired not that? Like, why bring Emma back right. in? What were they ever going to do with her again? Well, I think, you know, Triple H brought her back and Vince got rid of her. That's the only thing I can figure. But Triple H wasn't doing anything with her, but maybe that's because he didn't have enough power to do anything with her. They were a bunch like that. They brought back the uh, the heavy guy from the the rapper group that I can't stand. They brought him back. Oh, he's top dollar. Yeah. 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 The guy from Hidden Treasures. That guy. <laughs> or Most Wanted Treasures. Most, yeah, Most Wanted. I don't know his name. Yeah, I, I don't know the name of his, him, his show. Yeah. <laughs> Or or his tag team. 
I don't know any of it. I don't know nothing, Kathy. No, yes, you do. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah, some of them were weird. The Riddle one is interesting to me. And he and here's what he might be the most compelling one out of all of them. First of all, I keep hearing that Randy Orton's gonna return soon. Of course I've been hearing it for two years now, but still I keep hearing that Randy Orton's gonna come back. That was like the logical built in thing for him to do right there and, and you know Riddle's not there. Then you've got yeah, like I, I, the I, guy on the I just yeah, think that, go ahead. that incident at the airport I think it's just kind of what sealed his fate, I think. Just Tipping point. Like, yeah. like like Matt said, I think he's just he's blown every chance at redemption, you know, that he's given and you know, sorry to see you go, but you gotta go. And like I don't yeah. wanna belittle like yeah. if he really if if what he's talking about happened really happened, I don't wanna belittle that. But it's just it's such an right. odd story. Like like I just find it hard to believe that things transpired the way he says they they happened. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah. So there's a rumor, rumor that WWE wanted Riddle to do rehab. And rehab would be really great for a number of reasons, if for no other reason than because it, it would allow him to, like, get his mind straight, like, really get it straight, you know, and you could actually see what he could do. Um the other benefit to that is that it would reset his previous suspension, so you didn't have to fire him. If he, if he, it basically, it would reset him to zero strikes, you know, because I think they do still technically use that three strike rule, even though I'm pretty sure that they're very hush hush about it now, and I'm sure people have failed and they haven't said anything. But um, the rumor is, or at least my opinion of the rumor is that Tony Khan would be very interested in bringing in Riddle. But I would think because of everything that happened with Jeff Hardy, he probably would want to make that a condition of signing him that, like, you got to come in here with your head straight. Like, we got to start this out with rehab, and then after that, you're welcome to come in once you've done that. If I were the owner of AEW, that's probably what I would do. Um, I don't know if you guys saw, but there was a um, what's the Dana White, the, the the guy that runs UFC, WWE sister company now, or the same company, however you look at it, whatever. Uh, Dana White was asked years ago why they got rid of Matt Riddle, and, and this interview recently surfaced, like this week resurfaced, and he said the reason 
that Riddle got fired was because he couldn't pass a drug test. And then he, he proceeded, Matt, to editorialize a little bit with it. You know, he, he was like, let me take this a step further. The guy has to report to USA three times a year, and he couldn't pass a planned drug test. Yeah, that's, Think about I mean, that's that. a problem. It is. It's a huge problem. And I know it's only pot. I I, I get that. I, I know he's not – I mean, I, I don't know that he's not, but I would assume he's not out there doing hardcore drugs like they used to do in the 80s. And probably some people still do today. But, you know, if that's a condition of having a job, I would think you would try and at least meet them halfway on that. Right. Right. That's just me. That's just me. We should ask Kathy. She's probably been smoking with him for years. Excuse me. <laughs> Don't smoke. No, she wasn't oh, smoking. You're doing the other she stuff. was just supplying it to him. Okay. Are you, are you the dealer? Stop. You're not smoking. What are you doing? No, I'm only playing. <laughs> I shouldn't joke about that. I shouldn't joke about that, Kathy. But I did because it's so funny. <laughs> I can never tell if you're mad at me or. or <laughs> but Brady, she's probably always mad at you, so we can always start there. Well, I, not, I do. I do make fun a lot. <laughs> you're lucky you're not in the same room right now. Who me? Yeah. Who me or Riddle? Are you talking to? You. Okay. I didn't know if, like, Riddle was in the kitchen and you were saying, like, you're lucky you're not in the same room. The only thing here in this, in this house is Brian right now, okay? Okay. All right. I got you. I got you. Uh, yeah. So, anyway, uh, 914-338-1885. The, uh, the releases thing, it's interesting to me, and... um I certainly want to talk about it tonight. I'm hoping it doesn't peter out and die. I'm looking at the list of callers that are coming on after the guest, and my guess is, Howard, it's going to peter out and die uh, before before we get to commercial. But it is what it is. It's okay. It, it'll be it'll be fun nonetheless. And, uh, yeah, what else? What else? What else? The Jade Cargill thing, Matt, is significant in that, that's now the second major star in a row. Well, I guess not in a row, but the second major star to go from AEW to WWE, you know? Yeah. As opposed to the other way around, where the trend was for a while. And, I mean, this was always going to yeah. happen. Like, there there was no way around this that people who were, at one point, important to AEW would end up moving to WWE. Um, right, right, right. I mean, it's. I'm. I am curious to see what they're going to do with her. I am curious to see what they're going to end up thinking of her wrestling skills. Like, are they going to end up sending her to NXT? 
Um, yeah, there's, there's there's a lot of question marks left with this. I think she's going straight to main roster, and I see huge potential in her. Like I said, she doesn't have to be the best wrestler in the world. Uh, she's proven that she's marketable. She's proven that she's popular and that she can get over on on a major show. And yep. from what I've been hearing, WWE wanted her for years. Like, they wanted her before AEW signed her. You know, just that was the better opportunity at the time. So it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see. Um, and we will talk about that more tonight as the night goes on. Again, 914-338-1885. Uh, that's how you guys call in tonight. And uh, we're going to put the callers on the side there, but I promise we're going to get to each and every one of you guys. Joining us on the line right now is one half of the longest reigning ECWA Tag Team Champions of all time, Kathy. We're not just talking like for a certain period or whatever. We're talking almost 56 years of ECWA history here and the longest reigning ECWA Tag Team Champion, Greg Spitz, with us right now. What's going on, Greg? Hey, everybody. How you doing? Can you hear me? I'm trying out these uh, new Yeah, AirPods. you sound great. Okay, no, Perfect. you sound great. Just, gotta, uh, thank God for gotta, technology. Yeah, yeah, I just got to dull my kids out because uh, – you know, they're they're making noise. Oh, yeah. Well Yeah, we're not allowed to just like we're not allowed to just chloroform them and let them go to bed at night anymore, so that's what my no, and, and Reg, yeah. Reginald's it's, not here to take care of him like he's supposed to be. Oh yeah, so he's being derelict in his nanny duties now that he's a king. He Yeah, this this king stuff is really going to his head. Like it's it's you know, scepter testings and crown fittings and you know, I had to do uh, my kids' own laundry today. It's, it's ridiculous. That's that is ridiculous. Now, how how is his new gesture, Mike Tartaglia, treating him? Uh, I I still don't know what's up with that relationship. It just you know, like he he single handedly won that match without any help whatsoever. Clean, you know, throwing throwing that ingrate Bobby Baran over the top rope. Absolutely. And, uh, and you know. Uh, uh, Mike was in there celebrating with him, so we haven't been able to discuss what this, this is all about. I I noticed Maybe. during the show, and obviously, I don't I don't want to dwell on like the awful night that you had. I I've seen that you're going to get a rematch, and that's fantastic. Assuming that, of course, the tag team champions agree. Uh, but you really got the screws kind of put to you there. Uh, it, first of all, no Teddy Fine. Second of all, no Reggie to back you up. Yeah, yeah. Once he won, uh, it, it's just like he was he was gone. Uh, the one thing I will say is, you know, we we still are in possession of the real tag team titles. Uh, if you remember, the the titles we we switched them up during this reign of almost three years. Uh, okay. And that's smart. And the the real original belts are they're still with us. Okay, so it's kind of so, like an LLC. It protects your tag team title reign against yeah. nonsense like that. Okay. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm taking it to the top. I, I think, you know, day one, 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 one sounds really good. Yeah, that's fantastic. And, and you guys held the titles for a long time in ECWA. Like I said, uh, not just the modern era, but all the history of ECWA. When you look back on that reign and some of the stuff that you and Teddy were able to accomplish, like what does that mean to you? 
so when when ECWA um, when I first came back after after you know sitting at home for eight years, um, Teddy took me to an ECWA show. It was uh, at the old gym they had, and it was it was right then and there. It was like I gotta I gotta get here, and you know Teddy and I started teaming together down in Nashville, and um, we'd teamed together before all this, so it became a bucket list thing. And in like you know, 2021, I wrote down, right, was it 20 or no, we won them in 2020, didn't we? I think you did, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's three years, yeah, yeah. So uh, I wrote down my goals for 2020, and one of them was win the ECWA Tag Team Championships, and we managed to do that. Um, Right when we could get back to doing shows after after everything shut down with COVID, um, we'd won the number one contendership our first night teaming in ECW A ECWA wow. okay um, uh, and um, we we beat former champion former ECWA champion Travis Lee and. Sweet Reggie, back when he was Kyle Christopher, that was okay. the that was the number okay. one contendership match. We won that, and then we dethroned Mr. Ulala and JD Luscious. Uh, Reggie joined up with us, stabbed JD Luscious in the back, and we retired him. And then we broke up the Midnight Sensations. Uh, we we got the opportunity to work with a lot of young talent, and we got the opportunity to work with an established former. They were three-time tag team champions in ECWA. They were going to try and win it for the fourth. The only team to ever do that, I think. Um, and when you're when you're getting to do this with your best friend, who legitimately, like, there's no – that's no storyline or anything. If you see anything about us on social media, you know, Teddy and I vacation together. We spend as much time as we can together in our, our personal lives. It's not just a wrestling thing. It's not just an angle. And – I think that's one of the things, like, we're having fun doing this. So, uh, for for uh, as much time as I got left, I'm, I'm teaming with Teddy. I love it. I love it. I, and, like I said, it's been absolutely historic. You rattled off a list of teams, many of which you guys contributed to the demise of. Um, any opponent in yeah. particular really stand out to you as, like, a favorite to wrestle? I, you know, I think we always loved working with with Rockwell and, and Sam Shields. Like they were just, it was. Uh, I honestly, that was that was a feud we didn't think we'd walk out of the that with the titles. Um, and they ended up turning on each other, and we we kept doing new and interesting matches where like it was it was three on two, and then it was two on one, and then when it was a straight up tag match, um, we. We just squeaked by, and they ended up having to split up. So they're absolutely two guys that I love working with. Um, we got the chance to work with uh, Raymond Shaw and Gabe Baez. That was fun. They're young, hungry guys. And um, Teddy has an amazing imagination for ways to throw people around. And <laughs> when, you, when you're wrestling Mr. Ulala. He's gonna to say to you like, no, we're not. That's that's definitely not gonna happen. He's been around long enough. He knows how to to stop things from happening in the ring. 
But when you're in there mm-hmm. with a young guy, yeah, you've got a crazy idea, which, you know, that's, that's the fun of it. Teddy's got such a, a different way of thinking than I do, and then we end up meeting in the middle where it all makes sense. So he'll yeah, – you know, I, I always think about this. The, the There was one match we were trying to show off to each other where I was just trying to do a regular vertical suplex, and then he was going to – you know, Teddy is the strongest person I know. I mean, just not just as a person, but like he's he doesn't even know how strong he is. And I went to pick the guy up for a vertical, which I I've done to hundreds of people, and they they weren't going up. <laughs> and I was struggling. Okay. And then you watch Teddy come in the the, the big house that he is, and he just he just picks them up and throws them halfway across the ring. So. When you're working with um, when you're working with with like younger guys or smaller guys, um, it's fun because like uh, I have my set routine of things that I I, I like to hit people with, you know. Um, yeah. And Teddy just he just throws them all over, you know. He'll be like, "I'm gonna go for a suplex, but I'm just gonna let him go." Like, "You're not gonna drop? No, <laughs> I'm just gonna let him go." Right. What do you think you want to do? And I'm like, "I'm gonna take my finger and I'm gonna." Jam it in their ear to pop their eardrum. <laughs> I remember that. That was brutal. I'm, yeah, <laughs> I, that's that's what Sam said. It's like Jesus, he's stiff. I'm like, sorry, you know, trying to win here. Uh, but it's it's the way we think. He thinks of big, creative moves, and I try and think of something that's a little sadistic. <laughs> that's cool though, yeah. and it sounds like you guys are. I mean. You can see it in the chemistry, uh, but you guys really do complement each other. Um, and you talk about, like, creatively how you're always kind of, like, balancing ideas off of each other. How difficult is it to come up with another kind of heinous way to win a match? Well, uh, here's a perfect – you know, between the last two shows, there were several segments that aired all, all over social media platforms about the, the getting stuck in a U-Haul truck. Right. And uh, one half of that was me, and then um, the idea to keep fighting in the truck was his. And I was like, I don't, know, I don't know if it's going to work. Like, you know, it's it's dark in there. If we keep fighting, or anybody is anybody really going to see that? And it's like, no, it's like we're going to do it. It's like, okay, like I'm, I'll, I'll go along with it if you go along with like, <laughs> if we get in trouble, we're just running in the truck, and and that's that's you can't get us out. We can retain by count out. You know, it's it's all over and done with. We retain by count out because uh, I, you know, Crumbles into Farge over the last three years are the only team we've never been able to beat. And even the last six years since I came back, you know, we we won titles everywhere we worked, and every team we were in the ring with, we beat, except for these guys. So it's not just the three-year run in ECWA that, you know, we couldn't beat these guys. It's been the last six years. They're the only team we've never, never got to win over. Every place we went, we we beat everybody we were in the ring with. Wow. Um, oh, what, so, what is it about yeah. them in particular, do you think? I think it's a uh, – they're definitely a team. So there's a lot of guys that team up or get thrown mm-hmm. together, and these guys are a team. And when you watch them wrestle, you can see that they've got all the stuff that they're going to do to you. They can do it within the five seconds of a tag. Uh, 
they're, uh, you know, like they're businessmen and even if they don't play by the rules, like in the no DQ match that we had, they're still able to function as a, a cohesive tag team. And I think a lot of other teams we faced may not think the way they do or, or their style is not the same exact as Crumbles and Defarge. And, you know, we we will we will work on getting that rematch and you know, we're looking to take the titles back. A second ring. And, and a I longer ring. Yeah, and I, sure. And I think you guys definitely have a puncher's chance, you know, with Teddy coming back, it's like the odds will be evened out or whatever. Um I, I think you have a really good shot actually. Kind of looking back, um, I guess this is your second time with ECWA, correct? I mean, you you were yeah. involved in the uh, – yeah. So how would you compare kind of the two companies? I think I asked you this before, but it, it just is always just such an interesting dynamic. Um, I, I really enjoy this ECWA locker room where before I, I knew everybody was in it um, – but I was in there for – it was like a one-off where somebody was sick and they just needed they needed another body for a six-man because they had something going on. And uh, getting to talk with Jim Kettner was great. Getting to work for Jim Kettner was great. Um, I just – you know, like when you're young, you maybe don't make the best choices as far as like uh, quantity over quality. And because I was working every weekend at that time, I wasn't giving up my – you know, uh, ABC promotion bookings for something that like would have molded me better. And I think that's, okay. I think, I think it's the same company. It's still a company that wants to put on family friendly shows that wants to entertain everybody out there with variety. And I think that's what ECWA does better than a lot of promotions because it's, we're listening to the crowd. Um, and I think a lot of guys go out there and just do what they want to do as opposed to doing what, you know, they're, they're listening to the crowd want. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Lo- losing the titles is, you know, it's never something anybody wants to do, but did you hear the reaction? Yeah. That's, yeah, it was magical. It, it, it was magical. Yeah. And, and I think it was you who told me, like, you know, be, before you lost the titles, you, you kind of said something to me that really resonated, like, you know, if it doesn't work out tonight, then, like, it had to happen at some point. It, yeah. Like, you guys yeah. weren't going to ride I mean, off forever and never lose. No. I mean, and, and I would think Teddy says the same thing. We've got, we've got way more days behind us than we do ahead of us. And that doesn't mean, like, we're done anytime this year, next year. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I started this in 98. <laughs> I'm... Wow. I, I got I got bad I got bad knees, bad hips, bad shoulders, bad neck. Uh I got I got two kids that are, you know, uh my oldest is in high school and, and the youngest is you know, he's in a few years behind him and it's like uh while I don't do this every weekend, we definitely didn't take a lot of we really weren't trying to take any other bookings while we were champions because mm-hmm. I don't want to go somewhere else and I'm representing this company, and then I lose. Yeah. I just, that, that wasn't for me. Um, not that, uh, not that I'm taking a lot of bookings to begin with, but there are places that I, that I still work, but I just don't think 
we wanted the Marvelous Ones to go anywhere without representing ECWA properly. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. No, I, I think that's fantastic. And you were talking earlier about uh, Jim Kettner and obviously uh, Ryan Cavanaugh kind of being the mastermind behind the current ECWA product. How would you compare those two guys? Well, I, I, I've worked with Ryan for, you know, my, my first run I got to work with him. I love working for Ryan because he – I. Uh, when we were talking about different ideas for different things, we were thinking the exact same thing. So okay. I think we have the same mindset, and the stuff we both love is ridiculous. Like we we were talking about a big daddy match a while ago, where they did you know it's it's a big daddy match. You know you're not seeing anything special, <laughs> but the crowd's going insane just because right. the character works. Um, I I love. You know, like the backyarders right now is super fun to me. I um, I I just like the whole idea of it because it's not what anybody would want to cheer for in the oldest running independent wrestling promotion going today. Is here's these guys that are yeah. You know, we all knew it was like a, a, a black eye or like a, a dirty word calling for oh they're a backyarder and now these guys are proudly going out there and. They just had, a, they each had three singles titles, and, and you know, along with me, the only guy who walked out on the last show with with a title was L.A. Vin. We all lost. Yeah. 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 So yeah. again, you know, like you're you're listening to the crowd and you're giving them what they want, and you know, the the bad guys. Aside from Reggie, all the bad guys, it, it, it didn't work out well for us. It was a bad night for us. Let's be honest here. Yeah. But uh, that's what November's for. We'll, we'll get some revenge then. Exactly. And I say we as if I'm going to get in the ring. Uh, but <laughs> Well, you know. Actually, <laughs> I, I got your back. Um, <laughs> I, I appreciate that, yeah. I got your back at the bar. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so um, <laughs> you, mentioned the, <laughs> you mentioned the backyard. Uh, one of the listeners yeah, actually sure. wants to know, if you could insert yourself in any one kind of act that's going on in ECWA right now as a part of that, just for like a one-night-only kind of thing, what what uh, what angle or what match or what act would you want to be a part of? I think it would be fun to team up with Clutch because here's a, here's a very little-known fact. His very first uh, wrestling show that he worked on, he managed the Well-Hung Warriors. Wow. It's a complete okay. throwback. To, yeah, yeah. Like I think it was the O2-ish uh, Murphy Rec Center LAW show. 
um, he was he was with, and I I didn't remember it till he told me. So I think I think you know if there, if there's some sort of lethal lottery where you know you pull names out of a hat, they randomly get paired. Yes, I think it'd be fun to team up with Clutch. I've been a, across the ring from him a bunch in tags and singles. Um, uh, there's there's a lot that's hazy from my first run where I'm like I know I know there's guys I've been in the ring with and I need you know I need Teddy or you know my brother Julian to tell me like no you wrestled that guy they're like it's one of those like no you you've been to this state before I'm like, really like when because <laughs> you know you, you're in a especially back then you know I I was saying to my son who just uh, he he helped out with the uh, ring crew and all that stuff the last show, and I was like, this yeah. is what it's like. This is what it's like when you do this. You know, you've got to you help out, set everything up, and clean everything up. And, you know, I did that for at least two to three straight years, and then, you know, you, you still end up doing it on different shows because when you help out, everybody gets out of there faster. Yes, yeah. Um, how surreal was it to see your son doing a lot of the stuff that you used to do? Or they still do. Yeah, yeah. It's you know, like some of it I was I was really I was really happy that like he's seeing like this is you know, if you if you not that I would encourage or discourage if you wanted to do this or not. It's just you gotta mm-hmm. realize like this is this is the stuff you gotta do to, to get your foot in the door and, and earn respect just by you know, doing the same stuff we all had to do. Um but I, I did I did have a, a lesson for him. It's like, hey, you know, when you help that guy out with his gimmicks and stuff, do you throw you any money? He was like, nope. And I was like, welcome to the business, kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then go grab yourself a hot dog, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get, the, get that hot dog. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, one of the li- yeah. That's cool. Uh, one well, of the listeners wants to know what your favorite Big Daddy match was. Oh, jeez. Uh, I think it's Big question. Daddy and, and Haystacks. It's uh, Giant <laughs> Haystacks, Loch Ness. Okay. And, like, they, nice. like, neither of them can move, but they just, I mean, like, they just ran into each other and bumped stomachs, and, like, that's, <laughs> that was it. It was, I I feel like the match was three minutes tops, but it, you know, and um, I, I kept trying to think of this quote, I think it was, uh, Jerry Lawler quote about like working the funks and how completely different they are where it's like you got in there with Dory and, and you go 90 minutes or maybe even it was Flair that said it you know like guys didn't work to everybody but it's like I thought about this after Terry Funk passed it's like you know you got in with Dory and you go 90 minutes and, and you gave them everything they wanted but Terry could accomplish it in 10 and that's wow you know that's yeah like that's what Big Daddy was. He was he was that over. You didn't need to do. You know, I I I was there too as a kid. It's like oh, I need more time. I need more time. I need more time. It's like, no oh, man, I don't. I can get it done. <laughs> How quick do you want this done? All right, I'm your guy. <laughs> Especially when I love not it. that I compete anywhere under a hood and and do different silly gimmicks. But uh, you know, when I when I do uh, compete as uh, a masked wrestler when you need you need an extra body out there. It's okay, you know. Let's let's get this over with quick. I remember this was way way back. I was working a tournament and they didn't have enough people for it, so I had a mask and I got to wrestle Nick Burke. And this is like early early 2000. 
And it was like, all right, you just, just run me over. And it's like, no, I want to give you a little something. Like, no, <laughs> no. We both have to do more of these as ourselves. Just let, like, let's, let's keep moving on. That's cool. Uh, you, you talked about um, wrestling since I think you said 1998, which is that's 25 90, years in the business, my friend. That's my that's my uh, that's first match. Go ahead. Yeah, first match was March of '99. I I broke in in like I started training in June of '98 with um uh and like Johnny Cashmere, uh, White Beater. We were all kind of in the same class. Um, and okay. Guys like Billy Real, Trent Acid, Nick Burke, they they all trained at that gym. Ron Starr, um, and it's like it's crazy now because uh, I I got to meet up with Johnny again and see him back there, and he still looks you know 20 years old, jerk, amazing shape, um, and he's you know uh, it, it, that's a surreal thing when it's like oh my gosh I've known this guy for for 25 years, and we're still around still doing this both took a little break for a while but now we're back um, yeah it, it, it's yeah it's the best way to describe it that's pretty cool um kind of looking back on your time over the years uh any particular moment really stand out to you as like that pinch me moment oh yeah uh main event nashville fairgrounds Wrestling LT and Tony Falk. <laughs> I hope you were going to say yeah, that. Like, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, we were uh, we were <laughs> we were doing a North versus South thing, and the North was winning, and um, it was originally supposed to be versus the Rock and Roll Express. They got inducted into the Hall of Fame that year, so their their price went up uh, significantly. So <laughs> they they were not booked on the show. Um, and then it was going to be um, it was uh, it was a group of four of us, and it was supposed to be Tommy Rich and LT Falk versus Teddy and I for the tag titles. And Tony Falk accompanies his son to the ring. I don't know if the last time he'd wrestled. Um, and we had this big six man going on, and our fourth stepped up, and then Tony hit him with a punch, and we heard the crowd, and we said. You that's our guy. So we had the match in the fairgrounds. They put us on last. Um, we lost the titles to Tony Falk and his son in the Nashville fairgrounds. Sold completely sold out. There's footage of it, and it's crazy because they, the fire marshal was going to shut us down because we kept letting people in. You saw people uh, <laughs> that had just bought concessions so happy they threw their food on the ground and were just jumping in the air. <laughs> like, you know, like concessions, concessions are where you make your money. It's not like that's cheap. Right. So you knew we, we elicited this, this genuine reaction and that's been, I laid there and that was, you know, like just, you just lay there and listen to the crowd go crazy. And that is, that's the one I'll never forget. Like of, of everything I've ever done in, in this, um, anybody I've ever met, like that's still the coolest moment to me. And you, you know, like you go back and you just sit and think about it. And I think, you know, I think we went out to the bar that night and didn't go to sleep. And Teddy and I, you know, stumbled to the plane, uh, sat down, fell asleep, 
switched flights, sat down, fell asleep, and then, you know, hugged each other and got in our cars and went home. <laughs> That's awesome. That's a really cool memory. And uh, we are talking yeah. with Greg Spitz, a UCWA legend and uh, veteran of the independence. Uh, Greg, do you mind if I put a caller on? I, I think I know who this is, but I'm not sure. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. They want to talk to you. Uh, area code 973, you're in the room with Greg Spitz. What's going on? Am I on the air? Uh, yes. Yes, you are. Oh, I see. You see, I'm having a hard time hearing because I had barbed wire ripped across my ear at the night of unusual matches to the now number one contender, Mr. Ulala. So please tell me this. How does someone like that, a mutilator, Mr. Ulala, become number one contender after trying to destroy a career of a young Captain Clutch Rockwell? Can you answer me that, Greg Spitz? Can you answer me that, Brady? I don't think either of you can. I think that's called a miscarriage of justice. And another thing, 20 years ago, ooh-la-la wasn't shaking my hand when I was that young green boy in an ECWA locker room. Jim Kettner made a fool of me. The Japanese pool boy made a fool of me. Reckless Youth made a fool of me. And now me and the Backyarders are here to bury the ECWA, and I'm super horny. Wow. Okay. And that was something. Uh, <laughs> I guess he didn't have a question so much as a statement, Greg. Uh, but, well, I, I'll tell you this. Um, I, I've been watching the Clutch Rockwell stuff. And you mentioned earlier how you'd love to, like, do some more with him maybe. Um, I feel like he is being creatively on a whole different level. My God. Yeah. 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 A hundred percent. He's – yeah. You see, but you There's hear a lot that, of motivation that's, that's why I want to team with him. And yeah, you you look at it, he's he's been the tag champ. He's been the the whatever you want to call it, the legacy champ. And now it you know like he wants Big Red. And what you know like Mr. Ulala does Mr. Ulala need Big Red again? No. Does no. he? Yeah. No. 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 Not I, at all. I, Let's let's. That, you were let's, being, you know, maybe maybe that's yeah, my next yeah, step. You were being facetious. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. uh, maybe that's who I go after next. You know, maybe Teddy and I need to stop Mr. Ulala from doing anything. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Do you think he has any shot whatsoever against Darius Carter? I think there's always a chance with Mr. Ulala. Wow. You, you, okay. You aren't around. You aren't around this long. <laughs> you aren't around this long without learning <laughs> okay. a few dirty tricks. And I, you know, okay. he, as as Clutch said, he mutilated him. He, he wrapped barbed wire around a coal miner's glove. That it's completely unnecessary. Completely. And even like it was very grand. I will say that. Yeah. Yeah. And tried to step on his captain's hat of all things. Like you don't you don't mess with a man's hat. He earned the rank of captain, and 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 Mr. Ulala is just trying to steal his hat. Who would do that? 
I'm getting goose pimples right now, Greg. I'll tell you what, if the opportunity ever arose, I, I, I remember before Teddy got a shot at the ECWA heavyweight title when Mr. Olala was champion. Uh, is that an opportunity that you would jump at if he happened to hold the belt again to, to get that one-on-one match? Did, yes, I would. Well, Darius Carter's champion, I'm, I, nope, I'm, I'm going to bow out to the all-father. If Joey Ace is champion, I'm going to bow down. I think Joey Ace is... I think Joey Ace is probably one of the best people I've ever been in the ring with. So I, I put him on a completely different pedestal than everybody else. Uh, so if those guys are, you know, like, I, I know my limits. I need, I need the big man behind me to, to mow people down. But, Mr. Ulala, I'll out-dirty you. <laughs> I love it. Uh, now, November 4th, ECWA returns uh, to the um... – New Jersey dugout, and uh, you, you guys uh, presumably are going to be facing the tag team champions, Crummels and Defarge. Is this the beginning of the quest for one 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 one? What can we expect, I think, from the Marvelous Ones moving forward? The the Marvelous Ones want their rematch. Uh, I've got to get Crummels and Defarge to agree to a rematch, and I'm, I'm willing to... to do what it takes to get that to happen. I think November 4th, we're going to walk in there, take back our tag titles, and go for, you know, an even longer reign. Three years? No, we're going four. Four years? Yeah, I think four years next. Yeah. Three years is good. That makes sense. Four years is better. And then if you lose it, you'll go another five. Exactly. And then we keep yeah, going and going. Keep building on it. And it won't be okay. ECWA 1967. It'll be the Marvelous Ones title reign day 1967. I like that. That that has a nice ring to it. I, I, I do like that. Oh, uh, Greg, thank you so much for the time tonight, man. Um, anytime, Brady, anytime. Uh, this, this flew by. Uh, let me ask you a favor before we let you go. Absolutely. Would we be able to record... Will we be able to record what we call a bumper to play on the beginning? Just kind of basically just tell people who you are and remind them that they're listening to In the Room. In the Room. All right. Whenever you want. Yes. Okay. Uh, go for it. This is Greg Spitz, one half of the longest reigning all-time ECWA tag team champions, the marvelous ones, and you're listening to In the Room. You're good people, Greg. I can't wait to hang out with you in November. Thanks a lot. You know, man. Tend to be dubs. All right. Watch the turkey bowl. Do all that fun stuff, buddy. Ooh, goose pimples. Take care, man. You too, man. Good talking to you. All right. There you have it. That was the legendary Greg Spitz. Uh, what we're going to do right now, we're going to take a quick commercial break. On the other side, we're going to get to the phone lines. 914-338-1885. It's in the room on the VOC Nation Wrestling Network, and we'll be right back. Hey, this is Total Package, Lex Luger, and you're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. VOC Nation's own Stroh Maestro suffered a major medical and financial catastrophe this year from the VOC Nation family. To all of you, please continue to pray for Stroh Maestro for his continued recovery. You can also donate to his cause, paypal.me slash palpistro. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is... 
the VOC Nation Radio Network. Check out In the Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Cassie Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Yo, this is Jerry Stein of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. You get ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts, and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts will include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOCNation. Phil After has been in the pro wrestling business for over 50 years. Hey, Tony here with uh, Arn Anderson. Arn, first of all, your height and weight. 6'1", 255. And now subscribers to VOC Nation Premium get exclusive access to Bill After's archived audio footage. And uh, where's your hometown? Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay, and uh, give us something about your back. First of all, your relationship to Ole Anderson. Ole is my... Subscription to VOC Nation Premium starts at just $3 a month and includes commercial-free audio and video versions of our top podcasts. Okay, we're speaking here with uh, the manager of the World Heavyweight Tag Team Champions, Tarzan Tyler and Luke Graham, and he's, uh, he's sort of glowing tonight about a new prospect we haven't heard of yet. And for just $9 a month, Aptor's archives are all yours. Uh, would you tell us who this new prospect well, is? Well, I'll tell you, Bill, I've searched the world, and I finally <laughs> found the true world champion. I finally found... Well, what's your opinion of uh, Ivan Koloff winning the title from Bruno San Martino? Well, I think, uh, I don't know what to say, but I, I want to say one thing. Bruno was an early champion. Hear exclusive interviews with the greatest performers of all time. Please go after, and once again, we're speaking here with Bruno San Martino. Bruno, first of all, how did you and Bruiser lose that title to the Valiant? Well, actually, it was a, a very unusual loss, if you want to call it a did loss. Did have anything to do? Well, yes, but the whole thing is this, if you rules, as I always understood and wanted to do, the title could only be lost by tenor or submission, which is the same rules as uh, my title, the World War Wrestling Federation. That night, uh, it was... To sign up, it's very simple. Head to premium.vocnation.com or go to patreon.com slash vocnation. VOC Nation takes you behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. 
talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out, VOCNation.com, WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation. Voice of Choice Wrestling Nation. Worldwide. 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 Worldwide, Worldwide baby. Worldwide, man. Worldwide. 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 Nothing to rearrange Sometimes you just Get a feeling like you need Some kind of change Alright ladies and gentlemen Welcome back It's In the Room Second hour right here on the VOC Nation Wrestling Network at VOCNation.com Brady X here I've got Howard Morgan with me And uh, we're going to be open off the phone lines We'll be able to talk to you guys Howard will be able to do it as long as they want to talk. Absolutely. How does that sound? Absolutely. Doesn't that sound sounds great? Perfect. Yeah. That sounds wonderful. I was thinking maybe what we'll do is we'll let them talk and we'll just go. And then when they hang up, the show will be over. There you go. Yeah, we'll just yeah, let them talk and I, I can go to bed and when it's over, it's over. Yeah. It'll be like the Rat Boy uh, third hour, you know, something like that. <laughs> it'll, it'll be good. It'll be good. Uh, before we jump back in, Howard, what, what's going on for WCW Retro this week? Well, it, it's funny that you brought up Rat Boy because he brought up an interesting topic um, last I don't Thursday to bring up this Thursday. And that's, you know, like it can be your, your, your best or your worst of the gimmick matches, and it can be the best you know, I quit match that you've ever seen, or maybe it's the best dog kennel match you've ever seen, you know, and we're talking about, you know, either, you know, unusual type matches or unusual stipulations in wrestling and, you know, see what the, see what the, the listeners think. Yeah, that sounds good. Now, you know, of course, I was multitasking, so I didn't hear a word of what you said, and I'll ask you in the chat later, uh, but uh, <laughs> sorry about that. Yeah, producer slash host job never ends. No, so you're going to take calls, and, and what was it again? <laughs> sorry. Uh, like bizarre matches or, or you know, bizarre your match. gimmick matches, your best, best and worst gimmick matches, I'll call it. Gotcha, like, uh, like, kennel, like kennel, from, kennel Dog from Hell Match or whatever. Where the dog right, as great as that match was, and we'll cage, talk yeah. about it. Right, yeah, yeah we'll talk about okay. that for about 30 seconds, and probably 30 seconds too much. Yeah, okay. I like that, though. That, that, that's unique and interesting. Uh, unlike Rat Boy, who actually came up with it. Uh, 914-338-1885. Uh, so let me just lay out an agenda here before I go to Anthony, who's up next. Um, so we're talking about WWE releases. There have been a bunch of them, including Elias, but Ezekiel is still on the roster as far as I know. Uh, Jade yeah, Cargill signing with, with WWE? Well, it's his brother. They're not the same. Yeah, but you, you would, you, you, 
I guess one, if you cut one hardy boy, you could you don't have to cut the other, I guess, right? You cut one hardy right, boy, yeah. you don't have to cut the other, but right. I guess, yeah. I mean, I mean, listen, they went, they let one third of the shield go, so you know, I guess why not let you know one half of the brothers go? That's fine. Yeah, it's not like they were on the screen at the same time or anything. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. I'm hoping Ezekiel comes back with a beard and long hair playing the guitar like his brother. That would be amazing. Maybe he could be the, like the, remember he had the fake razor and the fake diesel? He could be the fake yeah. Elias. How great would that be? <laughs> or better yet, what if WWE announced that Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks are going to be on Raw next week and then it was a bunch of flunkies? That would be amazing. <laughs> Be my favorite angle. <laughs> well, well, Vinny Mac, if you're listening, you heard it here first and on in, on in the room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jim Ross could orchestrate the whole thing. Yeah, there you go. Ah, uh, well, it's all downhill from here. Uh, let's go out to uh, Kansas. We got Anthony. What's going on, man? How you doing, brother, brother? How you doing, Brady? Brady, Brady. I'm doing good. How you doing, how you doing man? Uh, how you, I'm good. How are yeah, you? How you doing? doing? Right. Yeah, I'm doing alright too. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. Uh, how you how doing? You? <laughs> how you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Hey, Bobby, what's going on, man? What's up? What's what's going on? Uh, the, uh, have the tornadoes died down yet? Do what? Have the tornadoes died what's down that? yet? The tornadoes. Uh, have have, have the tornadoes died down? You're in Kansas. I I know what it's yeah, like in Kansas. Have you ever been here? Uh, no, no. I I, I just fly over the middle part of the country. I don't go to it. Yeah. I like that. Never mind. Uh, but it's okay. I mean, no, have you ever encountered a Have you ever encountered a, a Texas tornado? Or, uh, or as Lord Alfred Hayes would Texas. say, a Texas tornado. The only time I seen Texas was from the sky, and then Dallas airport. I've never been in Texas besides the airport, so I wouldn't know. I got you. Okay. But the next uh, Texas tornado is good tornado to know. season. Tornado season's pretty much been over with, even though some areas have been getting some bad weather. But we never get really, like, we get, back in May, we had, like, the spring storms or whatever, where high okay. winds and stuff like that. But yeah, the town I live in, for, like, the longest time, never had a tornado in town. So... So, so you went pretty much the whole summer with it. Like, it went really fast, not a lot of tornadoes. I mean, I've been out here for November, like, towards yeah. the end of November, it'll be nine years since I've been out here. I'll see one tornado. It was outside of town. Cause you, where I was so could you say it's been a whirlwind before. since you've lived there? Yeah. I mean, it's windy here because <laughs> it's all flat. <laughs> I mean, it's windy as hell. In the summertime stuff. You got to run. Thank God it's freaking almost, thank God it's almost fall. Uh-huh. Uh, but so what's anyway, on your mind, man? Anyway. Yeah, anyway. Oh, so, 
I've been listening to you guys earlier if we had your guests on and all that talking about WWE and all that stuff. I yeah. watched a little bit of Raw. I caught, caught the main event. I was kind of going back and forth watching football, but uh, the whole they're teasing, they've been teasing it for months. Uh, Jay okay. McDonald or whatever his name is, he's trying to get seems like he's just trying to get his place into the Judgment Day. And obviously, David right. Precinct have it, but after last night, he helped Judgment Day retain by using a chair and all that, and the referee wasn't looking. That's all he does is help I people. Think, I don't know what the issue is. I mean, Damien needs to lighten uh, up. I heard someone. Who? What's that? Damien, Damien Priest needs to lighten up and just let him join it, man. What's his problem? Right. Well, I mean, I heard someone say something about. Uh, the Nakamura Seth Rollins match. I can see Seth, Seth Rollins retaining, <laughs> and that would be a perfect opportunity for Damian Priest, considering Nakamura and Seth is the last man standing match, and Priest cash in. And then. You know what I would like to this see? This is where you pull. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll tell you what I'd like to see after. Because mine is nonsense. Do you guys? No. Because. Well, my was my idea was. My idea was like a first guy to get blinded loses match, right? So you have Nakamura versus mm-hmm. Seth Rollins, and like they each take out one of the other's eyes or whatever, and then Rey Mysterio comes out and helps Nakamura by pulling out Seth Rollins' eyes. And then so now Seth Rollins oh, loses the title. He's blind. And Nakamura can start using oh. Seth Rollins' eyes on a stick to help guide yeah, him. I don't know about all See, that. this is the kind of stuff that Vince McMahon would do. Kind of like Rey Mysterio and Seth Rollins during the the pandemic era, the Thunderdome. Yeah, eye for exactly. Eye and Ray could, that's what I'm, I'm bringing <laughs> it full circle here, Anthony. Howard, you understand what I'm yeah, talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and then Nakamura could get get a Seth Rollins mask for Halloween and put Seth Rollins' eyeballs in the mask and carry that around. Yes, and imagine how but, well that would sell for Halloween. That's perfect. The timing's right. I would want to be it's a right there. Yeah. <laughs> right. But, but like I was saying, you had Damian Priest cashing, and like someone was saying, yuck, yuck. I heard people say <laughs> the whole brawl at the end with Cody and Uso and all them, and the Judgment Day after at the end of Raw. They, I think you were saying it. There's like two months into the Survivor Series or so. If they drag it out that yeah. long and they just go ahead and do the whole war games, they match, probably won't. Then they probably won't. Then you have Kenya, but you gotta have you gotta have Damian Priest and uh, Finn Balor drop the title, the tag titles at some point. But what you do is that's when you pull the trigger and you have JD Finn Dominic and all then turn on Priest after the outcome of that match. Why do all you callers want want Damian Priest out of the group? He's like the best part of the group. I mean, he is, but I I could see him going solo, especially. I mean, it's just I don't know. I can see WWE doing it. Do do you know what you want to know? What I think they're going to do? I I think Damian Priest is going to take control of the group. And he's going to welcome JD in, and they're going to kick Seth Rollins. They're going to kick uh, Finn Balor out. That's what I think is going to happen. 
that's a possibility. And this could be a longer play. It might might be and like by WrestleMania then, they do it. Right, and then Edge and then comes Edge back to Team Well, Edge will have his own group at that I mean, point with Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. And then, like you said, like you still. I, I got uh, another one for the world title too. When you're done, have like, like you said, like you just said, you made a point about Finn Balor getting he'd be getting the one and getting the boot because uh, you can have, like I said, Priest cash in on Seth, and then Seth supposedly he's been having some back issues, gives him time to take off for Mania season and Rumble or whatever, and then you could have Damian Priest as the world champion, and then that could when they beat Finn Balor out, that could be a way of having yeah. Finn Balor and Priest. And then, that's all. That's uh, all. Yeah. That's all down the line stuff, though. Like, like for Survivor Series, yeah, right? Yeah. I want Nakamura. I, yeah. I want Nakamura to be challenged by the man Becky Lynch. They're going to hang Seth Rollins' eyes from a pole. It's going to be an eyes on a pole match, and the winner gets Seth Rollins' eyes while the visionary is at ringside and he's not able to see anything. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But do they do they make it fair and do they make it a blindfold match with the eyes on a pole? I like that. Jeez. I I like that. Or and maybe then, the Miz could get involved. It could be the Rollins balls on a pole. Uh, obviously, you guys were talking about besides Judgment Day and all that. You guys have been yeah. talking. Of course, everybody's been talking today about Jay Cargo. WWE's even posted. Oh, if you want to be the first one that Jay Cargo basically kind of fused her faces, because I would say they're going to probably put her up on Raw or SmackDown. So, I mean, they would be making so much. I think she's going right to the yeah. They'll probably start her out on SmackDown just to keep her away from Rhea Ripley. I would think they they showed a video of her Charlotte Performance Center and she's been in the ring training already. I could see. It's almost October. You got October, November, December. You give her the time to WWE's ways of doing, like, people from another company or the Indies, like they did KO back in the day, all that. Right. Stuff. Get, them, get, get her in the performance center, and you have her, they let everything die down, like her, like people talking about her or whatever. You know, people will start talking about her if she hasn't showed up yet. You have her be a surprise entrant in the women's rumble, and then you have her win the rumble. I mean, yeah, it'd be fast track pushing her or whatever, but it would be they're making track, a big deal yeah. about her. What I mean, about, they're making a big deal about her being a star. What if they debuted her on SmackDown, right? And right away, mm-hmm. Howard, tell me if this is a good idea. I I think it is. Um, and Anthony, let me know as well. What if they brought Jade okay. Cargo to SmackDown? And immediately just started running her down. She's garbage. She can't wrestle. You know, they have her lose to everybody. She just is just get, getting beat up. Uh, AEW star Jade Cargill getting beat up by everybody. Uh, you could have, like, even, like, um, Hornswoggle could come back and pin her. You just do all this different stuff. And then at the Royal Rumble, you have her come out at 30. And you have her against, I don't know, uh, Bianca Belair. And Bianca trips and falls over the top rope, and, and Jade Cargo wins without even having to eliminate her opponent. And she gets the number one contender, and then she wins the title at WrestleMania in dominant fashion. 
Does that sound like a good idea well, to you guys? That is so bizarre. Oh, it almost worked under Vince McMahon. Yeah, well, yeah, I, yeah he's, he's he's sending me ideas. <laughs> that's good shit, pal. Yeah, that's good shit, pal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, anyway. But I could totally see well, it. Let's you know. Or have her come in with fake Kenny Omega and fake Young Bucks. There and you they, go. They could feud with Cody. I, I, I like to see Jay Cargill show. If, if Cody stays on Raw and they want to bring in Brandy, I like to see Brandy continue her little smack talk against Jade like they did on AEW. That was pretty good. That was funny. And then they could promise Red, Vel- Red Velvet's coming in, and then they could just have a cheesecake dinner or, next week. Or, here's how you put, if you, if you want to put cake on SmackDown, if you want to put cake on I like I eat cheesecake. Even though, yeah. Even though I saw... I put it with Lashley, of, uh, in all seriousness. I was just going to say that. Lashley was giving the street yeah. topics crap because they lost, I guess, this past Friday. You know, I watch hours watching clips. But what if you had... Uh, someone like Carmelo Hayes, once he drops the NXT title, come up to SmackDown, and even Trick Williams. Maybe. Or if he keeps the Street Profits, and then they bring Jay part of that faction. There you go. You know, with the releases, I mean, how long do you think it'll be before that rapper group on SmackDown loses the other guy? And then it's just the woman who never gets uh, any airtime. Uh, B Fab and whatever that other dude, Asante or whatever. That yeah, yeah, yeah. The the, the uh, Dante Asante yeah, Emmanuel or whatever. Their top dollar, their top dollar got released twice. <laughs> he yeah. was bragging that he this is top dollar, but he's gonna be begging for a dollar. Holla holla. <laughs> he could have Teddy Long with him. They can do the. Uh, they can do the uh, convention circuit. Uh, well, speaking of former AEW people, I saw a clip at some point towards the NXT. They showed a little video where somebody was sitting down in a chair watching old clip of WCW, and then a I got another Bengals one when you're done. Football footage. Yeah, and it looks like that Brian Pillman Jr. is finally start getting ready to come to NXT. So. Oh, that's good. Tillman Jr. will probably showing up on next year. Yeah, I thought he's been in the uh, performance center for a little while now. Yeah, that's what I was hearing, too. So they finally going to fight Brian. Maybe at no mercy. Who knows? Well, I mean, that's Anthony, you were, talking about, you were talking about clips. What if they brought Brutus the Barber Beefcake back as, like, a special host? He wouldn't be the barber shop. But could, he could do, like, a YouTube show where they call it, like, the Barber's Clips. And then he'll just show, like, random things like they advertise all the time on Raw and SmackDown. Like, he could host, like, an hour of just, like, replays and, and recaps. And they call it the Barber's Clips. Yeah, I don't know. Brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Dave with Progressive. And then about AEW, uh, I don't know. Now it's been weeks since I called, but uh, CM Punk being gone. What do you think about that? Good for him. <laughs> Good for us. Good for everybody. Yeah, he fought I his mean, way out of a company in, like, he didn't want to be in. Two years in a row, he some kind of backstage incident started. 
whether he started. He doesn't want to be a part of the company. He wants to be in WWE, no, and they don't want him. I'd be shocked if he goes back to WWE. Well, look how many times CM Punk got injured. He spent more time injured than, than last year when all that stuff happened between him and the Bucks and all that. And then they had collision, so they separated people. So yeah. Punk would be on Saturday nights when he returns. I mean, what, Tony Khan what if they have him cook for him? Yeah, well. What what if WWE did a gimmick? They bring him back for Chicago, right? But he doesn't make it into the arena. He's out in the alley drinking, and they can call him CM Drunk. He doesn't actually have <laughs> to drink. This is just a funny. character. Yeah, that would actually be kind of funny, though. <laughs> like they they could only parody the whole time when Bobby Heenan was trying like, to sneak into the first Raw, and he kept dressing up in different costumes trying to right. get in the Raw. That would be great. That would be great. Yeah, well, in about a little bit over a month from now, AEW comes around my neck of the They can make him a hills. stooge. Okay. Yeah, Drummer AEW can't keep up. announced it. <laughs> These jokes are early, Earlier this Fast month. Furious. Yeah. <laughs> earlier this month, it was announced AEW's going to have collision around close to me, so finally, after bugging and posting about it, AEW is finally coming to Kansas, to Wichita. So, kind of look forward to that. Uh, hopefully, I see a few people that I want to try to see and possibly get to the arena early. Who do you want to see? I'm um, hoping not. Jericho's there, for one. Uh, I know He'll be back in WWE by then. People. No, yeah. Nah. No, he won't. Uh, Collision has, like, only certain people there, but truthfully, just because I know people like to shit on them, like, talk stuff about them or whatever, because AEW has its ups and downs since it's been out around for a few years. Yeah, uh, call them Gerald Blow, really like all that to, stuff. Yeah. I really like to try to, try to meet Tony Khan. Yeah, that'd be cool. I think you could probably do that. Because... You need I to register for a media I'm scrum. Gonna, I'm not going to name names, but somebody works for AEW, I talked to them, and I've been bugging and bugging for them to come, and then they announced it early this month, like the beginning of September, so... Hopefully okay. that person's there. So Now, are you sure that they said yeah. Collision is coming to town? Are you sure it isn't just that they're going to have an awful, like, car accident in Wichita? So it's going to be like a giant collision there? No, it's... I'm kind of surprised. <laughs> I'm kind of surprised. Had, I think part of it also was when they had Raw this year, it about sold out all the seats that they had opened because as it got closer, they started filling up a lot of seats. And this year, in June, Raw was, like, the most rowdiest crowd. And I know a lot of people have been wanting AEW to come. The only thing that surprised me was they're using the arena that's bigger. Like, it's the arena where they have concerts and stuff and hockey and all that, and it seats a lot of people. But they have an arena north. They don't have to fill the seats, though. Probably, uh, I mean, I know I mean, like, like and Dynamite, certain cities, what, what do you, they haven't been installed yeah. too well. What, what do you but think about think how AEW lied about the numbers? How, how AEW lied about the numbers to make themselves seem bigger than WWE. 
What are you talking about at All In in Wembley? Whichever one it was, the one in Wembley, yeah. It probably was one people were talking about Wembley. I mean, they, they lied about, about they lied about time. the numbers. I know, but they just so they just, accused, they said that's a legitimate number and it wasn't just so it sounded bigger. What was the what was the number that they tried to say? Eighty some thousand. Something like that. I think it was 83, and in reality, it was like, what was it, 68 or 70, Howard? Do you remember? Yeah, I think, I think it was yeah, actually right around, right around 70,000, I think. Yeah, yeah they, they like did, totally did what? They claimed 81,000, and they had like 70,000. So they did exactly what WWE does. Okay. So what I would have done, so, Howard, what I would have done is I would have said that we had. Four years. I would have said, we, yeah, well, they still lied. You know, like they're they're coming yeah, they're after WWE saying time. that they lie about numbers. I would I would have had them say that they had three hundred thousand people in that arena. You know, might as well. Right. Because the fans are going to believe I mean, whatever they say. I don't know. AEW. Some of the wrestlers need to stop talking about WWE during their shows. Like MJF always bringing up some kind of stuff or whatever. Then, That's because he wants to go there. I don't know. Yeah, he goes there. They're going to water him down. Like, he's going to be bland if he goes to WWE. I'm pretty sure he already signed a contract with AEW, but I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure because he's been world champion for over a year since, like, uh, what was it, yeah. all out last year. I mean, it'll be a matter of time he'll lose the title, but still, he's getting a heck of a run. Uh, I can't remember if he's had the longest run out of all the AEW champions they've had. I can't remember who's has the longest title reign. It might be between Omega and maybe Moxley, maybe. But MJF don't I remember? Don't I remember Roman Reigns winning their title in a dark match, and then they couldn't like publicize it because it was like no. the WWE guy? Are you yeah. sure? Because that would yeah, make him sure. the longest reigning AEW champion. I don't remember him ever getting pinned there. Uh, uh, <laughs> <clears throat> I got you. I don't know. That's all I remember. I, like I said. Since we're lying like about I said, stuff, you know. Right, so yeah. Uh, I don't know. Do you watch AEW, Brady? Or do you watch I more do. WWE? I, I watch... I watch... I watch all. I watch WWE. I watch AEW. I watch Impact, and then occasionally I'll do New, New Japan and Women's of Wrestling, just because they're what's on my cable. That's about it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, do you watch WWE Live, or do you go back and watch it, or? I go. So what I do highlights? is I, I, I no. So I record it on my DVR. Because I have a life. Uh, I, I don't have I don't yeah. have fifteen hours every night to dedicate to wrestling. So what I do is I D V R it. So like on Monday well okay, so on Tuesday I always watch Raw. On Wednesday I always watch NXT. On Thursday I watch AEW. Uh, on you got you got what I'm saying. Okay. Friday is Impact. And then yeah. on Monday yeah. I get this so is really a treat. This is really a treat for me. On Monday I watch an hour of Rampage Two hours of SmackDown and two hours of Collision. And if I have to, I'll push Collision to Tuesday and watch that with the three hours of Raw. 
But basically, I just yeah. I, I sit in front of my desk and I work all day. I write. I, I work at a I work at a, a, a salt mine. So basically, like I just sit there and I pull salt all day. Uh, but I have wrestling on. It, 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 it's what I imagine hell will be like. Like I'll have to work for little to no money. Meanwhile, wrestling mm-hmm. is just constantly playing in the background, and that's all I can watch. Um, yeah. It's like hell. It's like hell, and I'm not getting paid. Yeah. It's like hell, or or like jury duty, one of the two. It's kind, it's kind of like either one. Right. Yeah. yeah so either one. one now, yeah. You got yeah. three hours of Raw. You got Tuesday night NXT. Wednesday night. Dark well, I just went through like them all. I mean, you don't need to back. repeat them. Yeah. Yeah. It's something every night of the week. There's so much damn wrestling. Yeah, and I know, and and I won't do it on Saturday or Sunday because they're the days that I'm supposed to rest. So if there's a uh, five-hour WWE pay-per-view and a 17-hour AEW pay-per-view, that's 22 more hours I have to add on Monday. <laughs> i got to fit them all in. That's why sometimes yeah, no, I get like a week or two behind, but I eventually catch up. But if you yeah, DVR you know, like a, a, a three-hour roll and watch it later, you can watch the entire show in like 12 minutes. Right. You skip all the commercials and advertisements and watch the two wrestling matches they have. Yeah. You know, a couple of years ago before the drunken episode, I, I was trashed, Anthony, and, and I went to watch uh, an episode of Raw on my DVR. It was at 5 o'clock. In the room, the drunken yeah. episode was scheduled to start at 9. So I started Raw at 8 at 5 o'clock, and I thought, I'll be fine. This is a three-hour show. I'll fast-forward through stuff. Howard, I don't know how because I was drunk. But somehow, it took me four and a half hours to watch that three-hour Raw. <laughs> and I'm not exaggerating about that. I finished it up at 8.30 or 9.30. I was still watching it while we were on the air. I think, like, I kept, like, falling asleep, and then, like, I'd come back, and I'd have to rewind it and watch the, like, geez, what did happen on SmackDown this week? I really don't remember tonight on Raw. And, like, so I had to keep doing that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's funny, though. Life sucks. Yeah, that's like that's like me. On any show during the week, I try to, like you, watch it the next day or whatever because I have to get up early in the morning, like 3 o'clock in the morning. So it's hard to try to stay up and watch, even though I'm central time, but. I almost yeah. wish that they would do it like telethon style. Like on Friday night, they start at eight o'clock, and they just run continuously until eleven o'clock on Monday. Then I would feel like I don't have to sit and watch all of it. It can just be like as I come and go. Yeah. It should be like a telethon. Yeah. Is Jerry Lewis still alive? I guess he's dead, right? No, he's dead. Yeah. Uh, what about Jerry Lee Lewis? Is he alive? Could he host no, it? No, he passed too. Yeah, he passed too. Ah. Is Emmanuel Lewis still alive? Emmanuel Lewis. <laughs> Let me see. Like I said, he'd I be mean, great. I've been a long. They need time. to go back to the guest host. I've been a long. I've, I've been a long time like WWE person, like watching it, and then when AEW came, yeah, he's because, fifty-two. Like, Howard. I already mentioned this. There you go. Yeah, I'm, I might have mentioned this like a long time back now, but he'd I be in his prime if he were a WWE star. Yeah, I, I always yeah, try to, go ahead. 
I always try to say years back before AEW was a thing, someone needs to come along and have money to have a company or whatever because, like, obviously Impact up and down. Right. They were well, Dixie Carter, throughout yeah. Throughout the years. But I'm saying, like, that was, uh, like, yeah. uh, like someone need, needed to come along, like how WCW got bought out. Obviously, ECW was smaller, but it had its, like, diehard fan base or whatever. But then AEW I, came I always on. Said, I was like, wow, someone. I always said that Tony Khan should have married Dixie Carter. Imagine the riches that they would have had together. Yeah, he probably would have. That's the new power couple. She did. Yeah, especially with Hunter and Stephanie but, getting divorced now. Right. But everybody, yeah. everybody like talks all this stuff or whatever, but... It gives somebody, people, to, if they don't like WWE, because what WWE, sometimes they have their ups and downs. So, well, my opinion, here's, I, I haven't been to a lot yeah. of, I haven't, I haven't yeah. been to a lot of shows for AEW since they've been And, um, I mean, I would hope it would be Dynamite when they would come, but, I mean, I'll take closing. Instead, you, instead I mean, you're going to watch a car wreck. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, so when WWE has 300 people on their roster, um, watching any one of their shows is like watching another program. Except that they recap yeah, yeah. the other 80 shows during the course of the show. But other than that, yeah, you know, it's like wrong. competition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anything else, man? Because we are almost out of here, and I'm uh, oh, okay. I'm ready to do some drugs and go to bed. I don't know about you. I'm only kidding. I'm not doing uh, that. I'm playing. I think you were going to bed. <laughs> no, it's about almost 10 o'clock here, and I plan on going to bed myself because I got to get up at 3 in the morning. Yeah, brother. I have your but number. Yeah, you want me to call you at 2 so you're up and ready? Nah, I usually set my about four alarms on my phone. You now, know, Rapoy actually has a, a wake-up service. You at Ratboy could call you every day at two o'clock in the morning if you need. Where's he at? I didn't hear him calling. He he's here tonight. I'm waiting to get you off so I can get him on. I guess I can bring uh, you on together. We're all gonna talk over each other anyway. Right. Well, What's going on, Rat Boy? Wowie, wowie! I got some news for this you. Is a, this is like WCW retro now. It's like one of those party lines. Go ahead. <laughs> hey, hey. hey. I'm granting you all this ever. news. I'm you all this news, okay? And I'm going to say, thank God the writers are back, okay? Because they're all back because Heffern got fired on Friday night. They brought the original writers back. Thank God for that. Hold on a second, Rap Boy. hold on a second. Howard, every time okay. Rapley talks, it's like playing a game of three lies and a truth. Well, it's, it's like it's that old, you know, to tell the truth, you got to figure out who is, which one of them is the truth and which one of them is the lies. Exactly. It's like a game Go show, ahead, Brady. Man. You're a game show host. It is. It is. It's like watching CNN. You don't know. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> okay. I'm going to talk about Survivor Series. Oh, good. Real quick. Real quick. Okay. okay? That's a lie. Martel Ford issued a challenge against Sam Punk 
Yeah. The best man of Chicago. A Survivor Series. And who's punk fighting? Yep. Cam Punk Ew. will yep. be a Survivor Series this year in Chicago. Yeah, but who's he fighting? They released Ali. Martel Ford. He's going to fight Roman Reigns. Mar- yeah, Martel Ford. Ford. Oh, is he from Chicago? Yes, he is. Montez Ford. Let's see if this was turned out to be the truth. Wow, Howard, according to Wiki, Montez Ford is from Chicago. That's not the match, but wow. I'm stumped. It might be a match. Probably not. Well, even WWE. Even if WWE does hire back, see a punk, he might last about three or four months. He'll start whining about something, then he'll be gone again. You know what I would do if I had CM Punk? I would bring him in just to be like a locker room enforcer to just go around and beat people up that, like, give them a hard time about things. That's what he was, that's what Marcel Fool was talking about. That's what, about pushing everybody yeah. in the AEW. I would also send him to AEW to scare Tony Khan out of his life again. Just keep buying him tickets, and he'll just sit in the front row. Yeah. Right. Be like the Million Dollar Man, except yeah. he'll be like Ticketmaster. That's it. That's yeah, his new yeah. name. Yeah. Ticketmaster. He's CM a Ticketmaster. <laughs> yeah. He just, they'll put him in the front row for whatever show. He's the ticket man. They'll they'll pay for his Uber ride to and from the arena. Right. They'll they'll get him a bag of popcorn. They'll even they'll even give him a belt to wear while he sits at ringside. I like that. That's better than the ringmaster. Ticket master. Ticket master. (laughs) Yeah. In Chicago, I see Cam Punk as the ticket master. I love it. That's money right there. Okay, you know what else is money? No. I'm going to tell you. Not, okay. I'm sure you are. Yeah, I And am. I'll make a joke Did about it. Okay, yeah, we're sure will. SmackDown. Did you guys watch SmackDown? Nope. I did, yes. I okay. did, yes. Okay. There's nothing to laugh uh, about with I, that. I, what happened was, okay, AJ Styles got hurt. They switched everything around, okay. Mm-hmm. The LA Knight was to come out and help John Cena out at the end. But he got sent yeah. home because he had COVID-19. Yeah, COVID. yeah. Yep. But I now, just, you read that, that on the wrestling website. And That's not funny, Shana, though. Huh? Yeah. That's and not funny, Shana though. Yeah. Team up. They are going yeah. to team up. Okay. Against the Broadline on the next pay-per-view event. Okay. Now, did you and hear? This is totally true. As, as true as anything that Rat Boy is telling me, Howard. Did you know that when L.A. Knight comes back from COVID... They're going to have him form a tag team with AJ Styles. Did you know this? No, it's John Cena. The, no, 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 no. It's going to be AJ Styles and LA Knight. They're going to rename AJ Styles. He's going to be AJ Day. So it's going to be day and night. AJ Day 
an L.A. night. I like it. I like it. It's it's a good night idea. That's money. That's money. Night and day. And Ticketmaster. And you can, Man, and you I'm can practically booking these shows for them. <laughs> you can spell day, D-A-Y-E, just to change it up a little bit. Right. I was going to do it like Gloria Dei, like D-E-I, you know? Oh, there AJ you go. Day. AJ Day and L.A. Night. I heard that you guys were talking about earlier, okay, about uh, Jay that's at the, at the performance center. She's going to join Bobby Lashley's team. Watch and see. You were the fourth person to say that and act like you were the first. And I, I was. I said on Thursday night. Right. That's right. Thursday night, right here, right here, 9 o'clock. On the EOC Nation Destro Show, we've been talking about unusual matches. By the way, I got to tear down the curtain a little. Uh, Howard, it was so nice seeing Stro back in the chat for a little bit tonight. I think he was listening because he was kind of interacting with what we were doing. Yeah, no, it was. It was really good. It really was. Very, very nice. Go ahead, Ray. Speaking of Brady. And, and uh, I can see her joining it, right? Well, okay. we got Jay and Bianca Belair. is going to have a former female tag team, and they're going to win the belts. Watch and see for the females. Okay, okay. You think they're going to okay. rename it the female titles? I'm not sure, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> When I used to work with Bob Ortiz, he was you know, the ring announcer from ECW, he used to always call the women's title the ladies' title. And I thought it was like the most sophisticated thing in the world. Huh. It, what do you guys think? Is he still ring announcer for ECW? Everybody at once. Go, go ahead. Uh, is, is he still ring announcing? Uh, no. Um, well, he still does appearances oh. with it, but no, he is oh. essentially retired. So I took over is for John him for Finnegan a couple years referee? there. Yes, John Finnegan still referees. Oh, okay. And, and, uh, yeah. It's on the news, right? You heard the news, right? SmackDown to Fox and uh, and Raw is going to NBC Prime Time. Yeah, you're confused. SmackDown USA. Welcome to Monday Night SmackDown. (laughs) And hopefully NXT goes back to Peacock. They're still going to have it on Friday night on USA. They did not say that. They actually might move it. They haven't confirmed nights for anything yet. I did hear that they're talking about moving Raw just so they don't have to compete against the NFL anymore, but what night are you oh, going to do? It's like every night is uh-huh. something. What do you want to compete against, Impact? No, that's going to happen until next year, 2024. Right. Well, if WWE really wants to push it, if whatever happens with this whole TV deal, uh, they have Raw Wednesdays. <laughs> I mean, 
then they're going to be really trying to compete with Dynamite. What if they moved Raw to the uh, Playboy channel? Would you guys – well, I guess – Anthony, you already <laughs> subscribe, obviously. I, I, I don't think Raffle no, can afford it. Um, okay. <laughs> what if but, Raw – what if Raw were available on the Playgirl channel, but it was free? Would you subscribe for Playgirl just to watch Raw? No, probably not. Yeah, no. I would if it came for free. No. <laughs> it's just got to get better. If I got to subscribe to something, it's got to get better. Well, the Playgirl yeah. channel could get better. Yeah. You don't know. Could get worse. Could get better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guarantee you that the uh, commercials are less repetitive. <clears throat> they can put it on uh, TV, man. Hey, Rat Boy, let me talk to you. The 2024 <laughs> Royal Rumble winner. L A night. Yeah. Yeah, you think so? What else you got? Yeah, and I see Cody Rhodes, and I see Cody Rhodes being the first of the two in Elimination Chamber, and that's how he gets Roman at WrestleMania for Cody. Because L A night challenge. We will find out if that when it comes. But at the Royal Rumble, I will be. And that neck of the woods where the Royal Rumble is yeah. because they're having it. He you know, didn't say he's going to the show. <laughs> yeah, they are yeah, going to my neck of the woods. Sam Petersburg. Right. Like, right there by the beach. I'll tell you what. And I will be there. I'll tell you what, Anthony. I'll tell you what. I liked LA Knight a whole lot better yeah. when he was named Zack Ryder. That was better. <laughs> he was never Zack Ryder. I like LA well, Knight. It's the same guy, isn't it? With, uh, Eli Drake. No. I think it's the same yeah, guy. And he's gonna get the same. He's I, gonna get the same push I too. The same guy. Yeah, yeah. Saying, no, I mean L.A. Knight and, I, I and Zack Ryder. Well, I mean he does, and and soon he's gonna have the U.S. title for a month or two. Yeah. 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 No. No. <laughs> You're right. He might not win it. <laughs> no. No. I'm just saying. Like, He'll be getting pushed on the stage this. by Kane. <laughs> it, it, it could be uh, CM Punk might come, out, come back out, you know, right there, you know, at Survivor Series. Uh, 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 like a Royal Rumble, you know, oh, CM Punk, you know. Then, then that's going to make CM Punk a real hypocrite when he walked out after. And I'm going to tell you something, okay? He walked out. I think, I'm, leaves, so. I think I'm right on this, okay? Every time when there's a big cut. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Ratboy, if you're not right on. Hold on, Ratboy. No, I, I talked you over him, right? Nobody heard what he had to say, right? Um, Ratboy, you said you think you're right about this. Are you willing yeah. to wager being on the line right now where if you're wrong, you just get disconnected? Are you that confident? Yeah, I'm, okay. I, think so I, I know right. I'm right. All right. Every so time we do a big cut like this, every time we do a big cut like this, it is going to be right. But it happens every time. Every time, every time when they release all these wrestlers, that means somebody else is coming in. Yeah, they brought Jake Cargill today and announced it. That one? 
right. space for the money. money. Big money. That's all they want is the money. Mm-hmm. All right, because they're they they big back. money. Why they get rid of top dollar? <laughs> huh? They wanted they, big they money. Why they get rid of top dollar? It doesn't get any bigger money than top dollar. I don't care about top As Michael Cole was saying. But I tell you what. I tell you what. (laughs) I heard rumors. I heard rumors. I'm not sure it's true or not. It's probably not. But but my my two boys might be coming back for one more time. Okay? And that's no other than Philadelphia own the Dougley boys. One more yeah, they time. came back together on impact. They're back together on yeah, impact. Yeah. Yeah. All right, brother. Uh, Anthony, I'm going to say goodbye. Oh, God, you know I lost who else? control. You know who else? <laughs> well, if you were a juror, would you yell at the judge like this over him? You know who else they spotted? I know I'm Someone paying you like a juror. Hey, listen. I, I lost it. They I don't even have Liz anything. Morgan. I have no power. They spotted Liz Morgan <laughs> at AEW. Backstage. Who? Liz Morgan. I, I'm Googling it now. If that's not right, then uh, you're getting cut off. She was spotted at AEW. Can you give us more details? Well, you got she was there to see her boyfriend because her boyfriend wrestled for uh, AEW. All right, I got him. Nothing. Ray Ripley's on. Wow. I think Liv Morgan is dating uh, Bo Dallas. I or I could be wrong about that. You are wrong. That's the last I heard. Somebody from uh, AEW. Oh crap! That's why she was there. I ha- huh? I muted I muted the wrong guy. I, I muted the wrong six oh nine. Sorry. I thought I was cutting him off and I didn't. I am losing control. It's like the United States under Biden. No, I I shouldn't joke about that. So I'll be serious. Anything else, Anthony? Yeah, there's no joke there. Anthony, anything else? I didn't know you. I didn't know if you muted me or not. I didn't know. No, no, I you. no. I, well, if you tell something that's not true, I'll mute you. I I don't see anything about Liv Morgan in AEW. Sorry, Rep, but but we had to I go. I don't know anyway. what he was. Yeah, I don't know what he was talking about. Liv Morgan. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Rat boy, okay. I apologize for muting you, but we do have to get going, brother. That's okay, but hey, don't forget this Thursday, nine o'clock. The unusual matches on a Stroh show. Would you call it a night of unusual matches? The night of unusual matches. And this could be a match. It could be a location. It could be anywhere. Okay. So, like, I could just say, so I could just say Kansas and, like, that works. Yeah, come on down to Wichita in November. I'll meet you at AEW Prison. We had a parking lot brawl. All right. Take care. Take yeah. care, Rat Boy. Take care. All right. See you. Uh, Anthony, take care, brother. Yeah. We've got to get out of here. All right. It was, Our it sponsors was like only paid for the first two hours. Yeah.
If you want to sponsor, I can go another uh, hour. Wow. For $40 a month, I'll let you talk here if you're on the show. There you go. Would you like Mike Tartaglia yeah. now? Yeah. Oh, he, For 40 he bucks a month, you can have your own show. Oh. Uh, How do you think that Brian Ferguson guy time. got on? Hi. <laughs> 40 bucks <laughs> goes a long way in Kansas. I, I plan on uh, relocating the, what you call anyway, better job opportunities. All right, Actually, I got, speaking of, I got to get a hold of this guy that works for a crew or whatever that I saw at Raw. Well, don't so. let us hold you up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See you, man. See you. Love, love you guys. <laughs> don't let us hold you uh, <laughs> That was fun, Howard. That was fun. That was. That was. I'm like Shawn Michaels. I just found my smile. There you go. <laughs> you got a smile, yeah. man. Uh, if you don't smile, it means you're having a stroke. Uh, right. Howard, WCW Retro this Thursday, 9 Eastern, VOCNation.com. Are yes, sir. We'll be stuff? talking best. Yes, best and worst gimmick matches, and we'll, you know, we'll see where that leads us. We're past that takes us down. Yeah, that'll be quite the rabbit hole for you guys. Have fun with that, especially with Rabbit Rat Boy as your, uh, as your taskmaster. Yeah, God, I hope Chad calls in Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he gets some more of his weirdos to call in from the Indies too. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Those thing. guys are fun. That's fun. Uh, yeah, so anyway, <laughs> I'm only playing, of course, but uh, thank you for checking out In the Room this week right here on the VOC Nation Wrestling Network, VOCNation.com. Be sure to check out WCW Retro on Thursday and uh, Bumps and Thumps on Sunday. And, and as always, just lots of great content on VOCNation.com. Be sure to check it out. ECWA returns November 4th. With Retroactive, that's the 56th anniversary of the ECWA. And, uh, yeah, it, it's the uh, Jersey Dugout in Morganville, New Jersey. Tickets and information, ECWAWrestling.com. Mr. Ulala challenging new ECWA heavyweight champion Darius Carter and lots more. Again, tickets and information, ECWAWrestling.com. I believe it's also the Hall and Fame inductions for Bobby Shields and Sean Royal. If I, unless I'm mistaken, but I believe that's the case, even though it hasn't been advertised yet. So be sure to check that out. Once again, tickets and information, ECWAWrestling.com. That's going to do it for this week, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Everybody take care. Be good to each other. Thanks to all the callers. Thanks to Greg Spitz, an amazing guest. Chris Rockwell for the run-in once again. And, uh, yeah, it's been great. I love you all. Take care. Be safe. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.